Hello and welcome to the Gambler Betting Podcast. I'm Select Bet and join me for a look ahead to match day 13 in Norway are Greg Browning and David Wellerston. How's it going, guys? Yeah, doing good, thank you. Doing good? Yeah, well, doing well. How's things, David? I hear it's uh, very sunny where you are these days. Very roasting. I'm, I'm, it's 30 degrees and I'm, I've booked a time at the golf course, but I'm debating whether it's too uh, hot. Which is <laughs> what time are you playing golf, David? Uh, playing golf at half past one. Oh, excellent. Just in time for the... Um... The hottest part of the day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah. It's been above 27 from 9 o'clock until 9 o'clock, so there is no there is no cold part of the day. Nice. Enjoy it. Plenty of refreshments, David. Yes. I'll make sure. Uh, now, I said it's match day 13 in Norway. There's some teams who is <laughs> not, very much not match day 13. Uh, some lagging behind in terms of fixtures, David. Yeah. Um, Christiansund uh, have only played nine. <laughs> because of they had a, I think they missed two or three games with with uh, COVID illness throughout the team, and then yeah, last week their game was cancelled um, because of the COVID in their team, and uh, yeah, that's they their cup game is cancelled in midweek as well for the same reason. Uh, no word on whether the weekend game is off yet, but um, just waiting to see. That's the only thing that can give Christiansen hope is the fact they do have three games in hand on the side of the bottom. They're going to have to start winning games soon. Yeah, I mean, they've got one point from the first nine games. <laughs> it's um, terrible, isn't it? It's not good. They've only scored six goals. It's very much form of the, the person, Johnson. Uh, but they do, like, David, they do enjoy a corner. And I'm fine with that. <laughs> yeah, that's I fine. I don't care how many goals they score. As long as they get corners, we're good to go. Yeah, indeed. And, uh, last week was pretty good on the podcast, Greg. Yeah, I think um, both David and I had an excellent Elite Azerian, pretty much a full house from the tips that we shared on the podcast. I think we had a corners double, uh, Landry Evans, odd to get some corners. We had a Sandefjord bet boulder as well, um, Ranheim in the Oberstligen. Oberstligen was a bit tougher um, this week than most weeks this season, but on the, on the whole, um, I think David had at least three or four winners as well. Yeah, I had Pe- Pellegrino scored for Bodeglint, tipped him at 11 to 10, and there was the go- goals at Sandefjord um, as well. So, uh, yeah, it was a very good week. In terms of results, David, no game for Molde, but it wasn't a bad weekend for them at all. Their ah, strong yeah. un- unbeaten run well and truly ended by what I can only describe as a Jekyll and Hyde, Strom's God set side. <laughs> I did warn you. Uh, yes. side. <laughs> Um, yeah, Lillestrom well beaten by Sims Scotty last week, um, 3-0. Uh, yeah, I'm in Dawson. Uh, captain got sent off as well, so he's going to miss a couple of games for Lillestrom. Um, yeah, really good weekend for Molde. Viking Lillestrom both lost. Molde had their feet up. Um, and they have a double game this week. Uh, not, not officially. Uh, it's, not, it's not out in the betting yet, but Molde are playing mid- midweek against Yev. The mm-hmm. game that was called off last week, so Molde have Ham Cam and Yerv this week to really put the foot on the pedal. Yeah, and we've also got Bodo Glimt in European action this midweek as well. Yeah, the starts the Champions League starts nice and early as usual. They're um, Faroe Islands. Um, they're off the Faroe Islands for the game, and yeah, big favourites. Um, they, they've got eight games in July, 
Bode Klimt, um, Bob Viking and uh, Molde and Lillestrøm as well will have some, some European action. So it's going to be a busy month, July, which is good, considering there's not many leagues, uh, not many other leagues on at the moment. So it's great. Keeps, keeps us busy. Yeah, we touched on Bodo Glimps running fixtures coming up this uh, month or two, and uh, I guess we're probably expecting them to kind of click into gear a wee bit this month. Yeah, I mean they, they were they were they won comfortably enough last week. Um, took them a bit of time to score, but once once I mean they're coming up against a sort of low block every week, um, and it's, it's not so easy to break down. But uh, yeah, took a little bit of time to score, but they got their two goals against Christiansund and, and one fair enough. They beat Volling in the Cup on Wednesday night, um, away from home, 1-0, um, 91st or 92nd minute winner. Similar again, Volling, a super defensive, 11 men, pretty much on the edge of their own box, um, just open to, to see out the game, basically. Um, but finally broke them down, yeah, they're, they're just... I think they're just sort of building up. They didn't need to find a way how to play through this sort of low block, five at the back, very, very defensive system that every team seems to be playing against them. Um, I think last weekend, David, we spoke about your kind of favourite bet over the last couple of seasons was Bora Glimp both halves, score both halves. And they, they really are having to come out in the second half and try and break teams down. Tends to be quite a lot of tight first halves in their games yeah. at the moment for, for Bode Glimt. So um, I don't see that being any different this weekend, a wee to odd, to be fair. No, odd, uh, we went to Vollering on Sunday night and won 1-0. Pretty similar performance, quite defensive. Uh, Leopold Valstead and goals had nine saves. Um, really, really good goalkeeping performance. I think they've I think they've actually kept it quite tight recently against uh, Glimt. Um Memory serves me right without looking. I'm going to look, but I, I, before yeah, yeah been, last year, last year was been, one one each and one nil. So yeah, yeah uh, I think we kept it quite tight last last year, and uh, I'd imagine it'll be quite similar this year. Yeah, I was just looking, David. It's uh, quite a tricky place for Glimt actually. They've only won one of the last five visits to Odd. So on paper, it might look like a fairly straightforward bet eight to eleven Glimt, but uh, that might not be the case. No, and Odd uh, obviously confident from that last. That win last week, um, they got the week the midweek off because they were due to play. Yeah, um, and yeah, I think uh, I think they'll fancy their chances. It's not a market I like, but I think the way that odds game, sorry, Bodie Glimpse games are going, the Bodie Glimpse to win and under three point five match goals market um, is probably worth looking at. Yeah, uh, a few two 0 wins recently for Bode Glimt. Uh, I can see that being another one nil or two 0 win again this weekend. Yeah, that like either, but it's something I kind of looked at it myself. But yeah, it just if there's an early goal, it just blows it out of the water, doesn't it? And it's just yeah. you need to be an animal really to be to back an under. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think general consensus is that game's probably best left alone with Glimt to eight to eleven. Is that fair enough? Yeah, I think it's a little bit short, to be honest. Okay. did look at odd corners in this match. Um, they delivered for us last week, but the bookies aren't giving us an inch, really. They, they've got these games, to their credit, probably priced up correctly. You're always looking for a little mistake and a little, a little gap, but um, I think Aura priced up at well under evens to hit five. Uh-huh. So probably makes it an easy decision just to leave it, I think. But yeah, I'm still set odd to probably hit four. 
Yeah. So that game is on Saturday. The other game on Saturday is hopefully Jervy Haugesson. David, um, as you say, still no confirmation that this game is cancelled as yet, despite your missing out in the last couple of uh, matches. Uh, Greg, you quite fancy a corners angle on this one as well? Well, yeah, I think, unfortunately, the price in this has dropped. Nothing worse when Skybet are market leaders in the price. Because you know what's going to happen, uh, as it has been shared on the channel, Skybet is the only bookies that really do cut immediately. So it's probably going to be a change of approach. Because the, the plan was was going to be for a, a double in, in this weekend. It was going to be over 9.5 match corners between Yerv and Haugesund. Now, Yerv, I think we've highlighted them quite a few times now. They do rack up some pretty impressive corner numbers, especially at home. They're for 8, 9, 11 and 10 in four or six games. Um, I think Haugesen as well concede quite a few corners. So I fully expect there to be corners in this match. But the double that I had planned, it was over 9.5 match corners in this match and Christian Sund to hit four corners in their match against Lowestrom. And that was paying even money. But I think it's now um, five to six now, I think possibly shorter. And it's even shorter than that with Bet365. So mm-hmm. definitely an angle to consider, uh, but I guess the price drop has probably put me off just a, just a little bit. Yeah. Uh, anything from you on this one, David? Uh, no, I thought um, I thought Haugesen were a decent price, but I've not been unimpressed by Haugesen when I've seen them recently. I think they, um, they've got some nice attacking options and big uh, big striker alley on the do- Endure. It goes by Badu. Um, he's in great goal scoring form. He's top scorer in the league. And uh, any time 3.4 looks cracking, cracking odds for him. He's, I think he's got eight league goals um, so far. Um, just just looks like a, a massive threat, both in the air and on the ground. Yeah, eight league goals. Um, he's playing up front. Just looks like a looks like a. And he'll be gone. He'll be gone by the winter time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Haugesson there, what 65 to one, David. Yeah, it's, it's probably a little bit short just because they're away from home. Um, and yeah, can keep it tight. But yeah, I, to be honest, I'd prefer, I'd, I'd rather bet if they're going to score, uh, Big Badu's likely. So Alien Endure uh, is, is the name on Bet365. But yeah, 3.4 at any time. I much prefer that than Housing to win. Yeah, OK. Uh, on to Saturday, we've touched on Molda. They are by far the form team in the latest season. At the moment, they had no game last weekend, but they did progress in the Cup. I think I make it now nine wins in a row. David, and they're starting to get some serious momentum behind them, aren't they? Yeah, um, six six league wins in a row, three Cup games, I think it is. And, uh, yeah, they're just uh, playing, really, playing really well. Um, beat Odd 2-1 last week. It was a... Sorry, two weeks ago. That was our, the last game. Was two weeks ago yeah. because it was play year. Yeah, so they beat at odds. But last week they would have really enjoyed uh, watching VK and Lidlstrom lose. Um, the game against the Odd, they were two 0 up uh, just at the start of the second half. Lost a goal, but didn't look like losing another one. And uh, yeah, I just think I was quite surprised to see them uh, odds against at Hamcam on um, Sunday. Uh, 21 to 20, 2.05, just looks like a really good price for them. They are in great form. Hamcam themselves have been doing okay recently. Uh, they had a great win at home to Sarpsborg last week. Um, 
and they've only lost one of their last, I think, seven or eight games. Um, but I just think Mulder are going to be too good for them. Um, they've proven to be too good for pretty much everyone they've come up against so far this year. And since that 4-3 turnaround against Viking, where they were 3-0 up, they've, they've, yeah, they've looked really, really good and not and won every game. So I can see them winning this weekend. And 21-20 looks like a great price. Yeah. 10-11 now, I think, on Moda to win the league. I think we spoke a few weeks ago, but it'd been 6-4. And that 6-4 being probably not a bad price, to be fair. Mm-hmm. And that, that 6-4 two weeks ago is now looking like a sensational price, given how they're playing. Yeah, it really is. I've got another couple of things from this game as well. Um, David Fofana, he was he was injured from the start of the season, but he's come back in his last three league games he scored. Um, he's playing striker, he's the main striker. Um, well, Aikrem's injured as well just now, so he's not been able to play this weekend. Um, so Fofana's 2-1 to one to score any time. Looks like a great place. We'll call um, him DV Fana then, David. DV Fana. Yeah. Davey. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Fofana is uh, looks like a really good young talent, and he's impressed recently. And two at one to score any time looks really good. Um, one other thing I like in this game is is a yellow card uh, market. Uh, this is an interesting one. Christian Eriksen has not been booked this season. He has committed the most fouls out of anyone in the league by five fouls. He's committed twenty nine fouls, and he's not been booked yet. Uh, I think this is going to be a, a big competitive game this weekend. He's 4.33 to get booked. Um, he's due one. He's absolutely due one. Um, <laughs> and yeah, 4.33 for the most player who commits the most fouls in the league to get booked. Uh, I like the look of it as well. Great spot, David, sir. Great spot. Yeah, terrific stats, David. That sounds... Did that all used to happen with the England captains? Like they just pretty much could do whatever they wanted on the pitch and yeah, never get booked. He's one of those guys who's like, oh, he's all smiles and that in the pitch and stuff. And I think the referee's just, he's just done it. I've seen a few tackles that have been bad and he's just like got up and laughed about it and then the referee's just given a wee warning and he's got on with it. So yeah, 29 fouls, no yellows. He's due one. Yeah, sounds very Alan Shearer-ish to me. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, uh, next up we'll touch on Christensen via Lillestrom. Greg, Lillestrom beating 3-0 last week by Strom squad set, going to have to bounce back. They're even money here to win against Christensen who are still winless. Uh, lost 3-1 to Rosenberg last week and they've taken just one point from 27. Um, I'm, I'll come to David in a minute and ask, me, ask him if he talked me out of backing Lillestrom, but um, you quite like a corners angle here again. Yeah, I think so. I think we've kind of highlighted Christensen quite a few times already this season in terms of corners, despite their lowly position. They are consistently hitting four or five corners every game. They've actually hit four or more now in all nine matches. And what I do like the fact is they've hit eight or more in five of their nine games. So they've hit eight, eight, 12 and four in their four home games. And in terms of match corners at home, it's been 11, 13, 18, 13 mm-hmm. in their four home games so far. So definitely scope to be on Christian soon. And as I said before, they were going to be a double with the year of Haugesson match. Fully expecting Christian soon to get four corners here. Fully expecting four. Um, they are four to six to hit five, which I guess given how many they're hitting, it's probably not the worst of prices. And they are 11 to eight on the match bet. So quite a few angles here. I'm going to have a little think how to get on this one on the basis that 
we're not sure whether or not Yev and Haugson is going to go ahead and mm-hmm. the price drop in that game. So I will have an angle for, for members on the channel from this game and it will definitely involve Christensen Corners in some shape or form. We will find out whether that goes ahead, so it should be sort of early on this afternoon that we'll find out if it's on or not, so it shouldn't be too long. Greg, what's also interesting to back up your corner stats is just the amount of corners that Wheelstrom can concede away from home as well, considering the top of the league. I think it's 6.5 corners per game they can see away from home, which is quite high. It is high. I, I think I'm just trying to work out what angle to be on here, but whatever happens, I'll definitely be on Christensen to hit a four or five, but I'm going to have to bet build that with something else. Um, and the P fair Christensen do concede their fair share of corners too. So there's definitely an angle there, but back to your point a minute ago, the, the even money on Lundstrom, very, very interesting. I, I ab- absolutely hate a top v bottom. <laughs> Any league in the world, top v bottom, People get suckered right in. I'd love to know how many times the the team top of the league actually wins that match. <laughs> yeah, especially even money. Yeah, it's a it's one of those ones. You can't really talk anyone out of back in this one, but but we'll give David a shot at it. <laughs> yeah, David, give us a give, give us a try, David. I'll I'll go after uh, you. So. <laughs> um... Yeah, I mean, last week was really disappointing, obviously, with Stirling's God set, but they played the cup in midweek against Olresund and bounced back with a win, um, 1-0 home win. Um, yeah, I think it's a good price, even money. I think it's it's fair price. Christian to have looked awful, um, as we've said many times. <sighs> yeah, it's, it's hard to hard to really talk to you about that one, to be honest. I think we've listened to have looked good despite even when Austin didn't play, I thought they looked really good and they've got Hall, uh, Paul Under Helland back as well uh, to add a bit of extra firepower and Tom Peterson, centre back, should be back this weekend as well. He's a big part of the defence, which also helps in attack as well, because it means Drag Smith can play left wing back, which he's a big threat. So yeah, I think Lilistrum look like a really good price uh, at even money. Um I, I looked at the corners in this match as well. I'm obviously I'm not I'm not Mr. Corners. Browning, but I like the eleven to eight on Christian Sund the corner match bet, and also race to five. Um, Christian Sund are eleven to eight for the race to five as well. Um, I think it's a game where they could easily be chasing and looking for corners. So yeah, I think uh, they obviously need to win some games, start running some points. So I quite like quite like both those uh, angles. Okay, so Greg, you'll revisit this one on the channel in terms of the corner bet for you, but yeah, I'm gonna talk. I just think Christian soon. I know David's watched them a lot this season and they have been really poor. But I think with Lillestrom being really poor last weekend, I think we can probably forgive them a bad weekend. Lillestrom, they have had a fantastic season. I just think this is a match where Christian soon potentially could pick up a point. Um, it's just, I don't want to see everyone suckered in by the evens, but as David said, it's hard to back against it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I can't really say don't back against, don't back Lustrum just because Christensen drew your result. I just think I, I, I just hate top view bottom. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's really my angle in this one. Hate it. Fair enough. Uh, Greg, you hit us last week with the start that the Norwegian Utazeren has the highest corner count in world football. Is that uh, right? Universe. Universe. <laughs> universe yeah. uh, so I guess the Sarpsborg v Sandefjord game. No surprise that you're looking at corners in this as well. Oh, you could really go crazy in this game. And we're trying not to because anything can happen. 
could easily just be a, a low corner count match. But Sandy Fjord again last week shipped another seven corners. Um, they've conceded 9.2 corners per game this season. So, th- so they've conceded 92 corners in their 10 matches. So being at Perth Academy, I know that's 9.2 corners well per match they've conceded. It's quite incredible. Away from home, though, they have conceded 11 against Haugesund, 13 versus Hamcam, 11 v Strum's Godset, 13 at Rosenborg, 8 v Odd, and 15 versus Viking. <laughs> so they're hitting double figures pretty much every away match this season. Um, they've shipped seven or more corners <coughs> in eight of their ten matches, and they travel to a Sarpswog side who are hitting some pretty good numbers too. I think we've been on them the last two weekends now. Their last five games, they've hit 12, 6, 6, 9 and 6. At home, they've hit 6, 6, 7, 12, 6 and 9. So I have to say, I'd be stunned if Sarpsborg didn't hit at least six corners here on Sunday. Um, they're even to hit seven, uh, which I don't think is the worst of shouts. Um, there's quite a few ways to try and get on this match. I think price-wise, though, dictates and points steers us towards match corners rather than the other options. So the other options are the match bet, but way too short at 4-11. Sarpsborg to hit seven corners is evens, which I don't think say there is a possibility. Um, and minus three is five to four. As you know, I'm not a fan of any handicap betting mm-hmm. in any markets. Um, just on the basis that Sandy Fjord could easily hit four or five corners. Yeah. So we're then relying on Sarpsborg hitting eight or nine. But I think for me, I'm a big fan of the over 10.5 match corners bet for this one. I, I, I do think Sarpsborg will hit six, seven corners at least, but fully expecting probably an improved Sandy Fjord to hit at least three or four. So this is probably a very strong show, and I do think we'll see over 10.5 match corners at just a shade below evens on bet 365. Yeah, that was even money earlier, wasn't it? Sky bet? Yeah, even the sky bet, but we can still get pretty much evens um, with bet 365 on over 10.5. Um, again, as I said, there's different ways to look at this match. Uh, Sarpsborg have hit four or more corners now in four of their last six matches in the first half. That pays 7-5, but given how Sarpsburg have started games, I'm going to take Sarpsburg over 2.5 corners in each half, and that pays 7-5. Oh, interesting. And looking at Sandy Fjord, they have shipped three or more corners in each half in five of their last six away games. So every chance we'll see some corners here. Yeah. It could be a, a corners rush here, really. Sarpsburg had a midweek off as well because they've been out of the cup, so they've had the, the week to rest. So, yeah, I think they'll start quick. Yeah. Definitely. And David, you were over a similar mindset in terms of corners. Yeah, over 10.5 just looks absolutely nailed on in this game. Um, yeah, I just I think I think Sarpsburg have shown that this year their new manager, they want to press high, uh, super high tempo game and uh, creating a lot of chances, scoring a lot of goals and winning a lot of corners. So it's, uh, yeah, I think it's a no-brainer. Yeah. Okay. Last but not least, on Sunday, David, the live game is Viking v Rosenborg. Uh, Viking now winless in five. 
but somehow still third in the table, which probably says more about the teams underneath them. Uh, that haven't been able to overtake them. They host Rosenberg, who themselves are in um, fairly decent form, uh, aside from a Lillestrom defeat. But when you dig a wee bit deeper, Rosenborg's only wins have come against teams against the bottom si- in the bottom six at the moment so far. Yeah, um, Rosenborg, I watched their cup game against San Nizel last night. I think they won 2-0. It was pretty comfortable, to be fair. Um, last week, home to Christian Sund, pretty good win. Uh, Ole Christian Sartre scored a hat-trick. He's a Trondheim boy. Uh, I think he's 20-ish, 20 years old, roughly. Um, looked like they were going to sell him in this in this winter, but he decided to hang around and he's getting his chance now and he scored a few goals. I think he scored, uh, he's played three games and he scored five goals. So he started three games and scored five goals. So yeah, good start to his Rosenberg career. Um, I think they're looking a lot better recently. Um, Viking have really, really struggled since um, Zlatko Tripic went out injured. Uh, I think he's missed basically missed the last five games uh, that they failed to win. Um, yeah, he played the year game, I think, and then since then he's just he's not been he's been out injured and I think he's still injured for this weekend as well. So I was a bit surprised to see Rosenborg so high as three to one. Um, mm. in fact they're higher than that even Yeah they're um, I'm a bit surprised to see that. Um it's a tough game going to Stavanger and beating Viking is not easy. But uh, as you say, Viking are not in good form. Uh, Conceding a lot of goals, and uh, Rosenborg um, look as look as if they're playing with a bit more confidence recently. I wouldn't be surprised if they went there and, and gave them a, a right good game. Yeah, not a lot between the sides really. Viking four points ahead of Rosenborg, but having played two games more, so a real chance for Rosenborg to close the gap on Sunday. Yeah, and and they'll. they'll... The fact that I think they'll see that the, I don't think they're going to win the league, Rosenborg. I don't think they're, they're anywhere near the standard of that, but they definitely see a top four position as a possibility. I think um, Molde, uh, Glint, and Lelistrum uh, look like sort of the three best teams, but definitely Viking have struggled, very, very struggled a lot recently, and uh, Rosenborg will see, see themselves uh, getting up there. So, Greg, interesting to note that Rosenberg have already drawn with Mulder and Bodo Glimt uh, this season. So, keeping the draw on side looks like the way to go here. Yeah, I must admit, I agree with David. I thought the, the price on Rosenborg is, is big, very big, given how Viking have been performing over the last three or four weeks. And I think as well, when you dig a little bit deeper into Viking's results, they've not had a tough run, to be honest with you. They've not played any of the top sides in that five games. Drawn with Tromso, they've uh, lost, well, they were hammered by Haugesund, they've lost to Sandyfjord. You can say they've played Storm's Godset, who at that point were playing well, but they've shipped nine goals now in their last three matches. And to, to get Rosenborg double chance at evens, I think, has to be snapped up. And I must admit as well, it's, it's not a fixture that Viking enjoy. They, they have won recent fixtures, to be fair, Viking, but looking back, I think they've only won three of the last 22 meetings. And just on another point as well, the last seven meetings between the sides have all delivered over 2.5 match goals. So yeah. I wouldn't be surprised to see goals here, given how many goals Viking are conceding. I think the jury's still out a little bit on Rosenborg away from home. But yeah, I'm definitely all aboard uh, Rosenborg double chance at even money. That looks to be a solid bet for me. Yeah, just that 
Rosenborg won and over two and a half goals, pays five to one, Greg. Uh, I guess you probably want to be on them to win at 23 rather than the five to one, if you're going down that angle. Yeah, I think the 23 is a, v- a very good price. Uh, be interesting yeah. to see how we can react to this match because they really need to start <laughs> getting back in the winning train again. Uh, yeah. But as you said, they are sitting third in the league after a tremendous start. But Rosenborg themselves, not in bad form at all, just one defeat in six. And that's a real kind of angle there as to why we should probably be pushing for Rosenberg double chance here. Yeah. Okay, we'll have a wee quick look at uh, Oberstliegen. Greg, you still look in great detail at Oberstliegen. You'll keep anything that you've got this weekend for members of your channel, yeah? Yeah, it's a tough card this weekend. It's what a little bit more time just to look into things. I think uh, Ranheim, Dunn, David and I proud last weekend as they thumped um, the coffer. Well, yeah. uh, 4-1 last weekend so they're now sitting second in the league running him. so um, they are definitely on my radar at 6-4 um, on on Monday but yeah just take a little bit more time to, to look through the weekend's fixtures Monday's fixtures sorry but David you've got a couple for us uh, including league leaders Bran who are still unbeaten they're averaging three goals per game uh, they host Brenna who are what, 13th in the table at the moment Bran just one to seven to win here but you've got a couple angles that you're quite interested in yeah um, I mean they're absolutely flying Bran and uh, they won again last night um, 6-0 in the cup over Fredrikstad um, their form is uh, yeah Extremely, extremely good. Um, they they don't look like they're going to lose another game. I can't. I just don't see them losing a game this season. Um, last week they went to um, Grorud. They won two 0 which I was a bit disappointed with, to be honest. Um, they scored in the first half and scored in the second half in a two 0 win, pretty comfortable. But it took them a wee while to score their second goal, and uh, it was a little bit a little bit too late for them to get a third. So. That was a little bit disappointing for me, but I think uh, this week going to Berina, you've got a team who are, well, officially sort of part-time semi-professional in Berina uh, against an absolute powerhouse in Bran, who are far too good for this league, as they've shown. Um, and their last three home games, they've won 3-0 over San Nizil, 3-0 over Fredrikstad, and 7-0 over Mjöndan. And I can see them beating Berina similarly comfortably. Um, and for 11 to 10 for Brand to win to nil looked pretty good for me. I think um, they're going to dominate possession as they have done for every game this season. They're going to score goals and I just struggle to see if Berina can, can get at them. Um, the other thing I liked, which is something they've also done in the last three home games, um, was to win in both halves. That was 2.25 um, for Brand to win in both halves. They've shown that they're not happy to just win 1-0. Uh, they, they just want to go out and score goals, and they've got so many players desperate to score goals. So I think Brand to win 0-0, 11-10, or Brand to win in both halves at 2.25, I think both of them look like really solid bets. Yeah, I was just having a quick check of the brand total goals odds there, but it's just 8-11 to 11 for them to score over two and a half goals, which is something they've done, I think, in six of their 11 games so far. And they've also been rattling in the goals in the cup, as you said, David. Yeah, yeah. I mean, goals, I did look at that, but I just think to, for them to score four 
it's just a bit like pushing it a little bit. It's kind of hoping yeah. that the game goes your way. So yeah, I, I much prefer them to, to keep the clean sheet and win and to win the both halves, which I think also think I think it was around a about even money for um, a couple of first half goals, which I don't hate either. Uh, but yeah, mm-hmm. I think the, the two that I've that highlighted are definitely my two favourites that you're getting over an even money for, which I'm pretty, I'd be pretty happy with. Yeah, it's pretty decent considering they're one to seven just to win the match. Um, another yes. game that you've got an angle. Sorry, Sorry, I was going to say it's a. It, it, I think that angle based on Brand's recent home results as well, three 0 three 0 seven 0 Um, it's a nice way to get involved. I think given how short they are to win the match, I think for me, I just don't like teams to win to nil. Hate it, <laughs> absolutely hate it. Um, Brand could win this five one. Um, so. I wish you all the best, David. <laughs> <laughs> I've yeah, we've covered... And it was Viking at home to Yev and they won 3 now, so I'll stick to my, stick to my guns. Yeah. yeah, good man, good man. Uh, we've touched on quite a lot of corn bets on Elitis here, and you've got one for us in Oberstliggen as well, David. Yeah, uh, I was just looking through it this morning just to see if there was any sort of standout teams in the, uh, in the corner market, and the standout team are Frederikstad. Um, their four home games so far. They're home to Osana this weekend. Over ten and a half Asian corners is one point nine two five, and their four home games so far have seen uh, twelve, thirteen, thirteen, and twenty six. Um, I think uh, they're coming off the six 0 defeat against Bran, which is obviously uh, quite painful um, in the cup. But I think there's been quite a lot of rotation in the cup. Um, and they'll be back to their sort of full strength by the weekend. Osana um, in away games, uh, their away games, they've not seen as many corners, but 10, 12, uh, there was a 6 and an 8 and a uh, 18. Um, I think Frederickstad will do most of the most of the attacking in this game. Osana coming off a decent win at home to San last week, which was important for them. But uh, yeah, I think Frederikstad have got the most, average the most corners in the league. Uh, so the most match corners in the league. Um, and I can see this game being yeah just another one. I thought that for over 10 and a half, getting that price uh, looked pretty good. Their average um, average match corners is 12.8 uh, in their 10 games so far. Um, average at home is 16. So yeah, I think... Uh, I think that looks like a, a decent bet this weekend. And just in case I missed it, I misheard it. Did you say twenty-six corners in one game? Uh, yeah, yeah, there was a, there was a home game against Shiraz Blink. There was fourteen for Fredrikstad and twelve for Blink. An absolute corner fest. So yeah, <laughs> nice. <laughs> a corner every minute or two. Uh, okay, so what's the bet there then? Sorry. So it was over ten and a half on the Asian uh, corner line. It was one point nine two five. Yeah, when I checked this morning, over 10 was, yeah, 5 to 6. Yeah, I think that was a bet 365. Okay, any other bets in League before we wrap up? Just the usual. Um, hopefully, there'll be five games kicking off at 5 on Monday. So, again, I'll just be on the usual. Go in the first 10 minutes and go in the first half an hour. It's a bet that's not going to come in that often, but definitely worthwhile doing. And we'll hopefully get at least two or three winners over the course of the season. One one more thing, a team that's been done done real well for us in the last few weeks, Ranheim, 2.45 away at Kongsfinger. 
uh, yeah, I'll be adding that to, to my, my ACA on uh, Monday night for sure. Okay. Okay, can you guys give us a wee recap of your bets for the weekend then starting with yourself, Greg? Yeah, so um, Sarksborg v Sandefjord, uh, two bets from this match, over 10.5 match corners at 30-90-40 with bet 3.65 and also taking Sarksborg over 2.5 corners in each half at 75. I'm going to put up a double actually, we kind of touched upon earlier on, a goals double. So Hamcam versus Moda and Salzburg versus Sandefjord over 2.5 goals double at 6-4. And I'll also have some sort of angle from the Christiansund v Lillestrom game on Sunday. And finally, the last game of the weekend in the Azerian is Viking at home to Rosenborg, and I'm taking Rosenborg double chance at even money. Okay, and David? Yeah, uh, we'll start on Sunday with the Molda against Ohamkan versus Molda, and I really like Molda to win at 21-20. to 20. Also in that game, a, a player, a big player market with Christian Eriksen yellow card, uh, 4.33, and David Datro Fofana with a, a goal anytime, pays 3.0. Um, I like the corners in sarpsburg Sandefjord game as well. That's over 10.5, uh, just as Greg mentioned. And um, also... Um, in the Christiansund game uh, versus uh, Lillestrøm, I like the corner match bet uh, for Christiansund at two point three seven, and the and the race to five also two point three seven. I like uh, like both of them. Um, down to the Oberstligen Brann uh, against Brine at home on Monday. Brann to win to nil, um, two point one, and Brann to win in both halves two point two five. And finally, and obviously, as well, Fredrikstad versus Osana and over 10.5 uh, corners on the Asian line was 1.925. Okay, good stuff. Uh, now you can get a recap of all Greg's bets on his channel if you're a member there. If you're not, then make sure you follow Greg on Twitter at Browning84Greg, where you can find details of how to sign up to join his private betting channel. You can also follow David on Twitter at dweatherston 11 and don't forget to check out his blog where he writes regularly about Norwegian football. That's at davidweatherstonfootball.com. And that's us for this week's podcast. Thank you very much for listening and best of luck with your bets this weekend. Cheers, guys. Good luck. Cheers, guys. Good luck.